Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. S-REITs have gotten off to a strong start this year, and most expect REITs to continue hopping higher for the rest of the year. And in a recent report, Credit Suisse believes there is a more benign yield background for Singapore REITs. So joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Kam Sok Ching, who is the head of APAC Research at Credit Suisse. Sok Ching, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for joining me today. So, you know, S-REITs, they've kicked off the year with a bullish start, with January being their best performing month since since 2020, what factors have moved or contributed to the surge for S-REITs? Well, it's all about interest rates. Mm. S-REITs started coming back to life uh, in late October last year. Mm-hmm. That's the point when the Singapore 10-year government bond yield hit a high of 3.6% and mm. then started declining, uh, tracking the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield. Mm. The trigger for the move was really a moderation in inflation data primarily because energy prices mm-hmm. were easing and supply chain disruptions were also becoming less of a problem. Okay. It drove the market to price in slower rate hikes or even a pause by the U.S. Federal Reserve. Mm. But there's also another factor behind the REIT's recovery in January, and that's China reopening. Mm. The timing and the pace of that reopening were both unexpected, and it helped to reinvigorate uh, the S-REITs, and particularly those with exposure to Chinese tourism. Okay, okay. So will this positive momentum continue for the rest of the year, would you say? Well, I think the recovery is not going to be linear. Already, we have seen that the REITs are taking a breather on renewed fears about Mm -hmm. U.S. central bank hawkishness. And that really came about after a very strong U.S. jobs data for January, Mm -hmm. which suggested that the U.S. economy is not slowing down. So the market now thinks that Maybe the U.S. Fed needs to keep the rate hiking cycle alive for a bit longer. Credit mm, mm, okay. Suisse's view is for another 25 basis point hike to mm. go before the U.S. Fed pauses. And then rates are likely to stay there for a while. Mm. And while we are not expecting any rate cut this year, clearly the rate hike cycle is mature. And it's not just in the U.S., but also in other major economies like the Eurozone, where the inflation data is also looking to have peak. And in our opinion, that bodes well for used stocks in general, which is why we think that S-REITs are going to do comparatively better over the course of this year. Okay, okay. But with a dimmer economic outlook for Singapore, how is this likely to impact S-REITs? Well, last year, almost all property sectors in Singapore, from office to retail to Mm. logistics, Um, They have enjoyed some rental growth last year as the economy has continued to recover Mm -hmm. from the pandemic. And then, of course, we have the reopening, not just in Singapore, but also in the region. And as a result, S-Streets have reported very strong rental reversion, Mm. especially uh, those in the office sector, in the industrial sector. But we know that for landlords, it's always more challenging to push for higher rents in a slowing economy. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be resistance from tenants um, if they're bracing for slower business mm-hmm. in a slower economy. So we, we believe that rental reversion will 
will moderate this year, especially for office reach. Mm-hmm. Um, the office sector, for example, will see quite substantial new supply coming mm-hmm. uh, this year from the completion of IOI Central Boulevard, uh, which was reported to be like 30% pre-committed. And coming at a time when there is demand consolidation mm-hmm. in the technology sector, uh, there is certainly risk of uh, grade A office rental growth moderating to mm-hmm. low single-digit rate uh, this year. But having said that, the demand and supply fundamentals across most other property sectors in Singapore, I would say it's still quite healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to help to cushion um, the downside risk to rents and to distribution income at the S-REITs. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with S-REITs yield spread of 2.86%, still below the 10-year average spread of 3.85%, do you still expect better performance from the S-REITs sector in 2023? What will help with creating a more favorable yield environment for S-REITs this year? Uh, yes, um, S-REITs are not attractive still. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we look at the sector yield spread relative to its history, as you have rightly pointed out, mm-hmm. but when the US Fed pauses or when it pivots, the 10-year yield is going to come off and then the yield spread will then widen back to its historical average. Mm. So I think what we're going to see when inflation is perceived to have peaked is S-REITs will enjoy some capital appreciation, Mm -hmm. while the yield spread will also mean revert, uh, meaning that it's going to widen back closer to the historical average of Mm 3.85%. Now, I also want to add that um, if one were to observe the other REIT markets like Australia, um, like the U.S., the yield spreads there are a lot narrower than in um, Singapore. Mm. I mean, um, Singapore, we're talking about a yield spread of 2.85%. Uh, but in the other uh, REIT markets, like I mentioned in the US, for example, the yield spread is just 0.4%. And in Australia, it's also about 0.8%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I think that we might have to get used to is that there could be a new normal for the yield spread in Singapore at a okay. lower level going forward. Mm, okay, okay. Will the faster-than-expected reopening in China also help recharge S-REITs you know, with exposure to more travel from China and Hong Kong? Well, certainly. Last year's tourism receipts uh, were just a little more than half of pre-COVID levels. Mm-hmm. So there's still a long runway for recovery uh, for travel-reliant industries. For one, the discretionary and high-end retail sector will be beneficiaries of a return of more Chinese tourists. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tenant sales at major downtown malls have uh, almost recovered back to pre-COVID levels, Mm. but shopper traffic has not. Um, So with more foot traffic as the the tourists return, uh, we do see prospect of tenant sales uh, surpassing pre-COVID levels, uh, even in the downtown mall. So retail reads of exposure to downtown shopping will benefit from China reopening. And it's a similar story for the hospitality REITs in terms of the recovery in their revenue per available room or what we call REVPAR. Uh, resumption of Chinese travel will help to sustain the recovery that we've already started to see last year. Mm-hmm. So overall, what's your outlook on S-REITs for the year ahead? Which sectors are likely to outperform? I mean, look, there will be pressure on S-REITs distribution per unit growth, or mm-hmm. what we call DPU growth, uh, from higher borrowing costs and from um, higher operating expenses overall. Okay. But I think that's more or less priced in. 
I do expect SREITs to outperform the broad market in Singapore this year, driven by the two big macro factors that we've just uh, spoken about. Mm-hmm. Number one is the peak in yields and interest rates, and number two, China reopening, which mm-hmm. really helps to extend the reopening story. Um, I see opportunities in the retail sector, uh, retail REIT sector and the industrial REIT sector. Mm. Uh, for retail REITs, uh, besides the reopening story, the supply backdrop is also supportive of okay. rents. Uh, new retail supply uh, per year for the next four years is estimated to be less than 40% of the supply seen over the last five to six years. Mm. So we estimate retail REITs to report the second highest DPU growth in the sector of about 5% this year. And for industrial REITs, I see the sector basically holding up as a defensive sector. Mm-hmm. Um, the well-diversified portfolios will help to reduce income volatility. And I do see selective industrial REITs having a few more levers for growth, such as asset redevelopment uh, and recycling, while acquisitions take a backseat. Okay, okay. So what should those investing in S REITs look out for this year? I would suggest investors to focus on balance sheet resilience. Okay. Uh, they need to look at the gearing level. Is it way below the regulatory limit of 50%? Mm-hmm. Um, they should look at the interest coverage ratio. Is it comfortably below or sorry, above the minimum 2.5 times set by the uh, MAS, mm-hmm. uh, below which the gearing limit for the REIT will then fall to 45%. Mm-hmm. So the more conservative the financial structure of the REIT is, the less need for an equity fundraising. Okay. And um, last but not least, look at the proportion of the total debt that is hatched into a fixed rate. The higher the proportion, the less vulnerable the REIT is to rising interest rates. So I think these are the most important factors to consider for Singapore REITs in the current environment. Okay, well, thank you so much, Sok Ching, for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Kam Sok Ching, head of IAPAC Research at Credit Suisse. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.